<laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. This was my idea. I'm just being the worst, okay? My cousin Reggie was talking to the doll and he like died. Yeah, we were just talking about it yesterday. We just killed the president, now we're going after the Ark. Barbies are kind of small and ineffectual, right? You kind of want like a bigger baby doll type. It's the 70s. You you could do anything as a kid back then. You're, you're on a mission from God, Blues Brothers style. They, we call him Daddy-O. Actually, no, they didn't exist till 93. The company didn't exist Wait, till 87. Really? So, hey, kid, you're by yourself. Do you want to see the cockpit? Because they do that every once in a while. The kids always want to see the cockpit. Why you should race Amelia Earhart? That's stupid. No way. No, yeah. he's not. What? I can't do that. No. They're down. They're dead. They're Kennedying these people. Everybody and welcome to Amateur Pros. This is the podcast where we take three separate parts of a story and combine them into one action, one story. I am one of your hosts, Peter. I'm Fletcher. And I'm Jacob. <laughs> and doggone it, boys, we're back. We're back. The boys are back in town. Yes, we're back. Now, it's been a long time since we've sat down and recorded, actually. It's been like a whole moon. It's been actually one full cycle, I think. An entire moon has passed above our heads. And in that time, a lot has happened, actually. Uh, a lot has happened for for all three of us. It has? Um, I mean, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I, I think that's right? fair. It's just been, like, crazy. I, I've gotten... Uh, I've had a bachelor party. Uh, Jacob and I filmed a movie. Uh, Fletcher started his new job. Um... I have done it's nothing been, but start my new job. He's been starting his job for about three weeks now. Yeah. Uh, dude, Oof. two months. Two months now? Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? that does it. Because we, wait, you you started your job mid-June, right? No. no That's when no, we did. I started. When did you start? When did I start? Hold on, when like, did I start? June 10th we did, and we're going to talk about this in a second, but we did some batch recording before you were going to be starting your job, or at least I guess maybe you were being trained, but you no, weren't. No, I think that was. I think that job. was after. I think that was after my first, because I started basically like the first, like June second or something. Okay, so I guess that's about two months. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're pretty much at that point. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just been a lot. It's just been a lot of stuff happening, um, and so you know, for that reason, we were not able to record our episodes, and so to our our devoted loyal fan base of about five or six, we're very sorry, and to the rest of you. We're sorry too. So I, I, I mean, do the, think the, the real good thing about this though is that once this podcast does explode, no one's even going to notice there was a drop. <laughs> no, no, they, okay. they they will never know. Saying we couldn't record is technically true, but is a bit misleading because we actually we did two batch recordings before I went to go visit Peter so we could film a movie, and then we didn't edit them. So <laughs> no, okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe I lied. Maybe there's a little fibbage <laughs> going on here. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna put my understanding is we're gonna put this episode up first as an explanation, and then the next two episodes you'll be getting were actually recorded in early June. Um, yes, we just didn't get the time to record the, them. Early in the in the the, I almost said early in the late past. Early in that late what? past, indeed. I don't, it I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means at all. But early in the late past, we recorded those two, and. This is, I mean, simply just like an explanation for why we were gone. I felt like it'd be weird if we just like uploaded two months later being like, that's normal, when it's not I mean, we normal. could. That'd be pretty funny. I, I don't know if Again, it's like, funny. Again, like, most people aren't going to know, and we can like literally call the people that might ask about it. Yeah. 
Wow, way to really I, downplay our audience. Here. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I still feel as if uh, it is worthwhile to, um, you know, yeah, let people agreed. know what's going on behind the curtain. And, and there's not exactly a lot going on behind the curtain, but like it's there. There's a curtain. It's hiding stuff. We're behind it, menacingly. <laughs> menacingly. It's like a <laughs> it is a shower curtain. We're all in the shower together recording. This is Whoa. actually our first shower podcast. No, no uh, we're all wearing clothes. It's, the shower's on, though. Yeah, Peter's going to edit in some shower sounds now. <laughs> oh, man, hey, uh, Fletcher, uh, pass the soap, please. Oh, no. Don't drop it. I, oh, no. <laughs> I'm not planning on it, but if it happens, I'll, I'll do it. I mean, but we've all got socks on still. So. I definitely don't. But what I do what? have is a plate of pancakes that I'm eating right now. So oh. I, I think that cancels everything out, really. Oh, Eating pancakes in the shower? Peter, you psychopath. No, maybe I'm the only one that's actually sane. Dude, you can't eat food in the shower. That's all kinds of messed up. Oh, you're spilling the syrup everywhere, Peter. You can't no, share fine. a shower with two guys and then bring syrup in. Oh, no, we're getting Actually, that's the perfect the reason to do it, because oh, you just clean it off. You just wash it off while you're there. Okay, it's syrup perfect. has to be the worst thing to try to wash off your body, though, I would imagine. Nah. I don't often get hot water. That stuff should come off pretty easy. I yeah, it's just hot water. Yeah, and so this is gonna be the weirdest conversation we've had as an introduction. No. To the Maybe. okay, the weirdest conversation we've ever had. No, the weirdest conversation we've had as an introduction to the podcast. Probably. Probably. Do we wanna? Do we wanna talk a little bit about like what we did in more detail, or are we okay to no. kind of hustle along? I, I, I feel know. like you covered all the moved. bits that make sense we to share on a podcast. Stuff. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I think, guys, it's time to get out of the shower of conversation and hop into the oh. towel of the main subject oh. of the podcast. And let's dry ourselves oh, off with the like plot that. setting in, in uh, character. Okay, guys? Oh. Okay. Oh. So, oh. Can, can I lead with my character? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. So you guys know how in a lot of horror movies there are, like, dolls that get possessed by, like, demons? No. Yeah. Okay, well, this story, it's going to be about a doll that's been inhabited by an angel who's on, like, a oh. good mission from heaven instead of a demon. So we have a we have a doll that's possessed, but it's possessed by an angel, by a, by a positive good So we can do here. a little bit of a, a, a turnaround there where everyone's like, oh my god, it's a possessed doll, and he's like, no, I'm just here to... Her name is Bella Ann. <laughs> is this... Uh... What? <laughs> Well, because like pl- Annabelle is like the evil doll, so it's yeah. Bella Ann. But it, that's not actually her yeah. name. We can we can name the doll whatever we want. We should name the doll <laughs> Bell Ann, like Bell Ann. No, no. <laughs> I thought "Touched by an Angel" was a song. Um, I think I was thinking "Lips of an Angel," um, but "Touched by an Angel," as I just looked up, is in a drama from <clears throat> 1994 with nine. Ooh, what was that? Yeah, but that okay, that might be a nine-season show, but the much better Touched by an Angel is the Doctor Who novel, Touched by an Angel, True. by Jonathan Morris. It's very good. <laughs> what a pull. <laughs> My setting is also inspired by... Uh, have you ever guys said... Guys ever, guys ever, guys ever, hold on. You guys ever seen a horror movie before? Yes. Yes. Do you know what happens in a horror movie? Many die. Maybe. Yes. Not always. 
let's just look at this from my from my my topics perspective. What do you usually do in a horror movie? Escape a killer. Usually run from like a bad guy. Yeah. Or some sort of demon monster entity thing in the jig. Now that's I think you guys are or you guys are hitting it's like Tucker versus Dale where you're trying to save a bunch of you know okay Tucker versus Dale is a good they pull. all end up dying anyway where do they start in all of these horror films secluded cabin in the woods usually that's a pretty common one yeah like in the movie cabin in the woods just like the cabin in the woods movie well there you go it's cabin in the woods this is the setting oh we're super in cabin simple in the super woods. basic okay yeah. did you just use us to create your setting. Uh, no, but it kind of looks like that. <laughs> yeah, I, you're, like, like you're asking us questions to so see you land on something you like. <laughs> I guess it kind of does. Wait. Yeah, hold on. Oh, did, wait, did wait, you not wait, wait, wait. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. wait this was my wait. idea. I did this. I <laughs> built this setting. You can't do this to me. Okay. So this yeah. is a little bit uh, funky now. Because the oh. angel inhabiting a doll makes this a little bit awkward. No. My uh, my plot was basically just that the main character has had a something very important, like a family heirloom, or, or something that was given to them by... I, I, it doesn't really work now that they're angels, but like, you know, something given to them by their father or mother or something like that. Some very important, sentimental, potentially powerful item has been stolen and they want to get it back. Dramatic. Oh my gosh, the angel's looking for the Ark of the Covenant! Uh, wait. A a family heirloom that is the Ark of the Covenant in a cabin in the woods? There's something there! He's right. No, let him cook. Let him cook. He's Let me cook! You got, hold on, you guys remember that whole, do you remember that whole, um, they found, like, Noah's Ark on the top of a mountain or whatever, and it's this weird cavern that kind of looks like a boat? Why would Noah's Ark be on the top of a mountain? Well, that's where the well, land that, was, Jacob. Remember, like, you know, the land is coming back. The first land you're gonna hit is the mountain. So I guess that's fair. It was like it was like up in a it was like up in a mountain range. There was a whole like archaeological yeah. thing where they found like this big old cavern in the rock, and it literally looks like calcified wood that was about. Uh, okay. and, like, I don't know much about it, I, but I remember that, that was a sense. thing that happened. I didn't know about that. Noah's Ark has now come up in three episodes of this podcast. Fun fact. I'm telling Ow. you, this is this is just becoming the archiverse. The Arcaverse. Except it's I like egg. It. <laughs> the Egoverse. I forgot it's about that. Egg. Arc but egg. The it's all egg. happening in the Egoverse. The Arcaverse? I can't do it. I can't combine those two words. The point is, if I'm remembering that whole thing right, there's you had Noah's Ark up there or whatever, and it's um, it's basically just in the middle of the woods on the top of a mountain, like a low mountain range type of thing. So you got a cabin up there where this angel has found a doll from... You know, maybe there's some forestry dude up there, and he's got a kid, and this kid's got a doll or whatever, so the angel inhabits the doll to go try to find, um, go try to find the Ark of the Covenant, but the first place uh, they wait. check is Noah's Ark, because that's where the first clue is for some reason. Yeah, I just realized the Ark of the Covenant would be a family heirloom if you were an angel of God. Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, well, but, hmm, interesting. So, okay, let's let's bring this back a second here. And let's talk a little bit about, uh, like, who our main characters are and maybe, like, the tone of this film. Because what you guys are kind of talking about almost feels like a a angelic Indiana Jones kind of thing. That's basically what I was imagining as I was okay. pitching the story. Okay, here's, here's the thing, though, right? This is kind of been positioned as kind of a reverse horror movie right mm. and so mm-hmm. what if here's what we want with the tone some some group of like thugs have stolen the ark of the covenant 
and this angelic doll comes after them. So from their perspective, it's basically a horror movie, right? Oh, guys, wait, 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 wait. In fact, the angelic doll is the good guy and doesn't like kill them, but does behave in ways that would alarm. Hold on a second. There's totally something here. Okay, okay. Hear me out on this, right? Okay. Again, I mentioned Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but you remember the whole point of that is it's like these kids in the forest, they think these hillbillies are trying to murder them all. And they think they're in a horror movie, but really it's just these guys are like, they're super sweet, super nice. They're just trying to help these kids and they all end up dying through some mishap or another, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that and that's sort of Tucker and Dale versus Evil because it's the reverse of that trope. We can do essentially that but with the creepy doll, creepy child thing, where what you got is you've got a little girl, and maybe her dad as well, right? And she's got this doll that's been possessed by an angel. I don't know if possession is the right word in this case, but you know what I mean, right? So what she's ha- so it's this little girl on this quest with her angel doll to try to find the Ark of the Covenant. But from the perspective of these bandits, there's this creepy girl with a doll that has some sort of supernatural powers coming after them, and they just want to take their prize and run. So we're, it's going to be a whole bunch of dramatic irony is what you're suggesting of we have yes. all the context, but it's the characters who are wrong. Right. And it look and like from their perspective, it literally looks like the terrifying possessed child with the possessed doll coming to kill them all. But that's not what's actually happening. And then it becomes kind of almost a comedy then sort of in the same way that Tucker and Dale versus evil is a comedy, but not actually. I see it. I can see it. So this is a fake horror story that is actually just like a riff on previous tropes to get us where we want to be. Yeah, it's sort of making fun of the whole demonic possession horror movie type of thing. In the same way that, like, you know... Yeah, I figured that's somewhere to start. So, okay, so so we have... Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of trying to wrap my head around these, these different groups. So we've got... Let's just say Nazis, because that's never been done before with the Ark of the Covenant. And we have them try and steal the Ark of the Covenant, Except it's 1960, and the Nazis are still around for some reason. Why why does it have to be 1960? That's very specific. Oh, that was a reference to the new Indiana Jones, ignore it. Oh, okay, but that does make sense in the new Indiana Jones. It does, yeah. I will defend it on that note. Oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm just being a jerk, all right? I'm that's, just being okay. the worst, okay? I just suck, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I think this could be like a 19, like, four. Like, well, I guess in the 40s the war was occurring. You know, the the, the second world, second true. world war. Very so true. maybe like, th- on, I mean, timeline did... wise, this could just be when Indiana Jones would happen in the 30s, like late 30s. It's funny that you brought up Annabelle. So Annabelle was based on sort of a real story about this doll that people thought was incredibly possessed. Wait, like cursed really? Her, right? Sorry, real quick. Who brought up Annabelle? I brought up Annabelle. Jake, yeah, the very beginning. Uh, like the cursed doll during story. my character pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the whole Annabelle thing. There's a real Annabelle doll that has just had like a long run of really bad luck and people were convinced was possessed. And there's like, it's an insane story. I can't remember a lot of the details, but there was... This was a real doll, and it happened in, like, the 1970s that everything was going down with this. And now it's, like, on display in a creepy, like, sideshow shop or something, I think. And it's still it's still one of those things where people will go up and, like, try to mess with the doll, and then they end up dying, and it's weird. Oh, whoa. Yeah, I did not yeah, or, yeah. like, something that's, horrible happens. I can't crazy. remember the whole story because it's been a long time since I heard it. But Annabelle was basically <laughs> a real thing. 
And it happened like in the My cousin Reggie was talking to the doll and he like died. Yeah, we were just talking about No, it like yesterday. legit people have tried to destroy the doll and they end <laughs> up was there. like seriously maimed or dead. Stuff like that. Um Why? But that, okay. that, the whole point is the, the the real story is based in the nineteen seventies. And if we're looking for a time frame, we could set it around then. Just as a callback or something. Alright. So it's not Nazis. It's the CIA. The Ark of the Covenant. It's the the Soviets. It's the CIA. They're riding high after shooting JFK, and they're like, "Okay, guys, we can do anything. Let's go find. What's the one thing we've always wanted to do?" And then one guy in the back's like, "Ark of the Covenant." They're like, "We can do whatever we want." We're the CIA. Sky's the limit. We're the CIA. We just killed the president. Now we're going after the Ark. Yeah, we liked Indiana Jones. We're the government. We can find the Ark of the Covenant. Oh my gosh. All right. It's like okay. a rogue CIA squad. Oh, I like this. Okay. I, I, I think it's just the CIA. Like the, and the whole CIA got together and they're like, guys, uh, I think this, this is our next adventure. It's like, Ferb, I know what we're going to do today. And they're going to find the Ark of the, the Covenant. Covenant. And we're going to start by looking at Noah's Ark. Okay. So, so for the clues, how do they end up in a cabin in the woods? There's a, okay. That's a good, yeah. It is a good question. Uh, I see a couple of different angles here. Uh, one is just like father-daughter bonding trip. They're going hunting. Wait, what about the CIA? Oh, how does the CIA end up in the cabin in the woods? Yes, the setting of oh, the movie oh. is... Right, right, right. No, well, I, my... Right, right. My Again, my, my, my thought is that, you know, if they're looking for clues about a religious artifact, they're going to looking for other major... They were going to look at Noah's Ark, and then there was this little family with a little girl. Oh, okay, sorry, I missed the bit. That's like the one location. Like, the CAA goes, okay, guys, where is it? Ah, I think there's Noah's Ark. That's there not a bad place we to start, and then it. they go there, and then they find a clue or whatever. Well, but you also, something like allegedly, into the walls or whatever. allegedly, that's the Noah's Ark. And also, allegedly... Uh, not even allegedly. We right, we, but, well, okay. We whether whether that it, thing like, that they found is recently. actually Noah's Ark or not, in this story, we can say that it actually is, or that they actually okay. did find Noah's I, Ark somewhere or something. I need to jump in here, and and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put my foot down on some things. So we're saying a few, we're saying some buzzwords around here, but we're not being yeah. specific, and that's kind of throwing me for a loop. That's so fair. we're okay, saying that's the CIA, CIA is the entire CIA getting into like a CIA van, and like driving <laughs> around like a like a clown car until they find what they're looking for. Like, no. are we talking about, like, we're talking about special, special ops? I want to talk force. about who's this girl, who's the doll, words. and I guess from what Fletcher said, I guess who's her dad? Because if she's going, uh, who's, like, who's the, the parent or parents or sibling, whatever? Who's the older person that's with them on their adventure to? Right. So let's take it one step okay, at a time. Sorry. In my mind, by the way, we were ditching the, like, people go on an adventure with the doll, like, bit, right? And we were framing this as a horror movie from the the side of whatever group stole the ark. That was my thought. Yeah, or, or like you're following both sides. In a, or, uh, I, I feel like that'll be like tonal whiplash, you know? Yeah, yeah that's kind of where I'm yeah. at too. Which is why I'm kind of like, here's the, let, let's take it one step at a time then. Do we want to look at that that perspective thing first or do we want to look at what the, like the CAA thing? I think CIA second because I think primarily okay, okay. the main character has got to be the angel and the girl, right? The, the right. doll was, and then the girl. That was what I was imagining. Like, if it's a movie, it's pretty easy to follow the angel and the girl and still present their interactions with the CIA team or whatever 
in such a way that makes it clear, oh, this is like the horror movie. While you're still viewing them as the main characters. You understand what they're doing, but also you're seeing sort of what CIA is seeing. And so you still get that horror movie tone a little bit without actually having to follow the CIA. Because I feel like if you're just following the CIA as the main characters, right? And then this little girl shows up and does stuff with this seemingly possessed doll if the 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 only way to really learn that it's or one of the ways you learn that it's you know a angel and not a demon is oh at the end oh it's a twist at the end wait it's just an angel and not a demon and they're actually good looking for the what you know that doesn't seem very satisfying when you said that at all like that right which is why i'm thinking you got a rug pull exactly which is why i feel like you gotta follow the girl and her dad and the doll okay i'm convinced on that yeah that's fair. Okay, I mean, I'm all for that. That's kind of where I was hoping this would go anyway, because I, as the CAA is super fun, but it's definitely like, I, I don't want to follow that as the main villain or the main characters. Yeah. It's just too much. Unless it's like sort of like a Mulder and Scully thing. And you sort of treat that it like That is a reference episode. I don't know. X-Files. Okay, well, I don't know because, X-Files. Well, so there, there's, there might be a way to do it sort of like, well, and then, okay, so this gets us into what's the, X, the, uh, the, the CIA thing. Because it could just be, in my imagining, it was something that was basically like it was a small team. One of the higher-ups was like, hey, we got some intelligence that says maybe there's this thing. And if you go look at this thing, maybe we'll find something else. And it's like, hey, there's the Ark of the Covenant, whatever. Basically, it's like, we got a lead. We don't know if it's really worth our time or not. So we're going to put this small team of eccentrics on it to go try to find the Ark of the Covenant. And then so you end up with like, sort of like the X-Files, where it's like a few people who have the CIA's resources, so, you know, they can still, they still have a lot backing them. But it's mainly a few people going, doing investigative mystery work or whatever, and then they're running into this little girl and her angel doll. Okay, so, huh, okay. Because then you you can get... Okay, so a little girl and this doll are on an adventure to find the Ark of the Covenant, right? And then these agents aren't so much like a competing force. They just run into this occurrence happening. And so for them, the fact that there's this girl in this angelic doll is like their weird CIA thing of the week, basically. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Is that what Although you're saying? Although they Coach? have to be... Maybe? Is that now what you're sort saying? Sort of. The, the Real issue quick. here... Girl. Her name is Jennifer. Jennifer. Okay. That's the most popular Jenny... name in the 70s. Jennifer's Jenny... Dolly. Okay. Ooh, that's actually a really good movie title. What is it? Well, it's a Jennifer's Dolly. It's a joke off of a horror movie called Jennifer's Body, but... (laughs) That's a good riff. I thoroughly enjoyed that as a movie title, or an episode title. I think that's fun. The girl's name is Jennifer. She has this little doll that's going to be possessed. What kind of doll is it, guys? Can we I mean, make it like sh- a, ooh, can it be like a really well-worn doll that's a little bit creepy because she's just been playing with it for a long time? Uh, so it's like creepy, but not for the reasons a normal doll is creepy due to yeah, being abandoned. It's, it's just kind of been, it's it's been worn and torn by love. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, like she's, like, okay. she clearly loves this doll. She's been playing with it for a long time, so it's a little bit dirty, it's a little bit ratty. It's still like, you know... Everything's still there. It's all put together and everything, but it's 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 a little bit ratty. And then once it gets possessed, it just makes it even creepier. But it's just like it's well loved, which is why the angel can possess it because it's full of love. Popular toys in the seventies. It's a beanie baby, guys. It's okay, a beanie wait, wait. baby. 
if the movie I mean, set there are in the actual 70s, dolls in the 70s. If the movie set in the 70s and this doll has been well loved, I think it should be a doll from the 60s. So why can't it just be like a Barbie? It could be, but like <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Barbies are kind of small and ineffectual, right? You kind of want like a bigger. Okay, baby. you're right. Imagine, could you imagine Armstrong. a Barbie doll with freaking laser eyes? Wait, Stretch why would Armstrong that happen? would be really funny. <laughs> Can it, wait, can it just be an Easy Bake Oven? What? That's not a doll. No! Yeah, I mean, it's not a doll, but when you look up popular 70s toys, like, number five is Easy, easy Bake Oven. Bake oven. <laughs> this little girl carrying around an Easy Bake Oven that occasionally just speaks with the voice of God and then does magical, mythical things. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, the door is opening as it's talking, like a mouth? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh it just opens up and like blasts the microwave and fries a bunch of people well this would be great if she if in the cat okay wait okay so again we're all over the place so she I, i'm gonna i'm gonna we're gonna focus on the toy later but so she's got so we have jennifer right one step at she's a, a little girl with her with her toy that gets possessed by an angel again where are they starting like where does this story begin for them why would this angel get why would this angel possess this toy? Why okay, would this angel? Fair. Why is this angel doing what it's doing? First question: at all? Where is the Ark of the Covenant in this version? Uh, like, it would have to be in the Middle East, right? Well, I think probably. I mean, yeah. If we're if we're going off of like where it could have been last, then probably somewhere around there. So I guess if they're on a vacation to somewhere in that area, like it would make sense to inhabit that doll. Well, yeah. If they're starting there. Because okay, so, it doesn't make sense if this angel can just inhabit any doll. It doesn't make sense to inhabit a doll that's like halfway across the world, and they have to go. Well, okay, to where the it Ark doesn't. Is. It doesn't make sense that an angel would inhabit a doll anyway. And if they were looking for the Ark of the Covenant, they would know where it is, and they wouldn't have to find it. It's less about what they're finding, and it's more about what the angel's doing for Jennifer. Right? This is for Jennifer. Whatever this adventure is, it's for her benefit. Right? Because uh, the a angel's fair point. doing this. It's not because you're right. Character Angel, development. It, it, God oh. is on is omnipresent, omnipotent. He kind of knows where it is. Right. Like, you know? yeah. it's like if it, we're saying this is actually an angel looking for the ark of the. They don't have to look. They just know where it is. That's yeah. fair. So but it's more about mission, her finding it than anything else. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. And so you have like this like Navi esque uh, like guidance. Hey, counselor, listen. But also, you're the commandments. <laughs> So or, uh, you or, have like these, or 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 uh, or or an or 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 sorry or 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 <laughs> I felt that I felt that coming too I felt it coming um or it's like one of these things where the CIA is looking for the thing and they get caught up and, and so the angel shows up to protect them it's like a guardian angel kind of a thing I feel like that's inherent with this whole thing I think I think if the angel's coming to help Jennifer, right it depends on what the focus is though like is the focus on that the angel's helping them save them or whatever because they got mixed up in whatever the CIA is doing while looking for the Ark of the Covenant? No, or is I, it that I the angel the... is looking for the Ark of the Covenant for some reason? No, I, I think the angel sends her on the mission to look for the Ark of the Covenant. And along the way, the angel is going to protect her as her guardian uh, angel. As the doll. Yeah, as the doll, but as the guardian angel. Okay. And okay. so, and basically, maybe the angel's like, okay... I've taken on this form of, of the thing most familiar to so you. So it's sort of like a, a Nancy Drew with an angelic doll sidekick. Kind of. It's like the angel comes down and is like, I am here, uh, but I came to you in this form because 
in any other form, your eyes would literally fall out of your skull and you would melt in front of me because <laughs> of my actual form. So here's this form that you can relate to. Okay. So is Jennifer someone who lives, like, in America and then has to go to, like, Ethiopia or wherever? That's Ethiopia. When I Googled, it said at one point the Ark ended up in Ethiopia. Oh, um, yeah, that was one of the theories. So I think it's easy for us to place Jennifer in America um but obviously i gave her that name because that's the popular names in america at the 70s uh i mean she could be an american but that doesn't mean that she is or she could have like a she could be american but it doesn't mean that she's like living in america i'm just trying to figure out the scope of the journey like is she having to go across the world or is she i think it's a globe trotting adventure you know that's fair it's kind of i I don't know how is this little girl and her dad managing that it, that's not. I don't think that's the thing that we have to worry about in this story. I think the point is is that she's got she's got divine guidance right now. She's yeah. basically on this adventure, and and for picture it like this, she's running. She's let's just set up a scene to kind of illustrate what I'm thinking. She, uh, she's being chased down an alleyway by the CIA. The CIA's got like two bumbling agents that are after her. Like stop that girl. You have this girl and her her toy, and there she's running along trying to get away. And then as she's running, things are in a. Uh, rube goldberg style falling into place to allow her to just run forward and get away while things behind her are stopping them so as she's running someone like loses a ticket that ticket flies into her bag that bag uh, that that gives her the access to getting onto the plane the two uh guys that are running uh the cia agents like stop her and then like some uh like service cart bumps in the way and they fall over into a vat of paint or something right except it's not her running away from the CIA agents. It's the CIA agents running away from her. No, I think we have to ditch that. I think I, I, Peter's I feel like, describing yeah, I think that's is better. Oh, but then you yeah. love a horror movie. Yeah, you probably do. But I think we're getting to a better story now. Like the horror movie, oh. I wanted to go down, but I didn't know where to go with it story-wise. So I, I like this better. For some reason, the way you described that, Peter, I visualized it as like a Studio Ghibli movie. And that's helping me. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that as Studio Ghibli. I could, I could yeah. really see that actually. Yeah, actually, yeah, that does fit pretty well. Okay, so I think in this version where the angel just kind of like enables her to do stuff to go places, maybe we don't need the dad. Maybe it is just this little girl and this doll going on this Tintin globe trotting. Yeah, well, maybe journey. she's not super. Maybe she's not super young either. Maybe she's like a teenager, right? I, I think there's charm though in being like 12 years old. Like I think there is yeah. serious charm in that. Like that the thing I love about like Kiki's yeah. delivery service uh, is that she's literally like 12, just doing on these adventures. Like you, you yeah. don't have to be like she's growing up over the course of the adventure, but like you know she's she's immature. She doesn't know what she's getting into, but like she matures as the story goes on. Um, right. Okay. Similarly with this, she can be like she can almost be in over her head, right? But she's got help. She's got her her little angel buddy. Um, I, I think there is room for the dad because okay. if if it starts with her and her dad, maybe the dad is a, I don't know estranged, uh, not a strange father, but he he's coming back into her life after being gone for a long time, and he doesn't know how to interact with her, and so when she goes off, he's like I lost her, I gotta get her, and so he's on his own like like C plot of her him just trying to catch up to not just her, not just the you know and and also the CIA. So then he's kind of running behind her, and then it kind of... <laughs> okay, he, what, is he, what does this dad like, think they're doing? Like He doesn't just know. Like, I don't think the dad knows at all so until she, the end. Okay, but like, 
But okay, so but logistically, from his perspective, think about logistically, what do you mean by that? Right? Like I mean this. I mean this. I mean this. It's it's so simple. Look, if you're thinking something like Studio Ghibli, the the this the the visual is obvious. She's you picture the setting I illustrated before. She's running away. The doll's like with her, kind of hopping behind her. You have the two bumbling agents chasing her, like get that girl. And then a third perspective is him watching that. He doesn't know what's happening. All he sees is his daughter running away, being chased by two or three guys in suits his reaction is i'm gonna chase after them and figure out what's I get going that. on but like did she get on a plane without him did he have yeah. to fall okay i think so... he just she just got on a plane it's the 70s you you could do anything so she runs away from home i used to do that on a plane my sister and i were like 15 and 10 and we get on planes by ourselves all the time i guess okay i'm really having trouble though logistically picturing this because like does he just figure out what plane she's on get on a similar plane to the same place start chasing Running, running through streets of another country trying to find her? Yeah. I, I, I think it's just exactly so a, that. So she gets like a, a several hour at least head start in this other country. Okay. This isn't a problem in any other adventure movie where someone gets a head start and then they just end up in the same place. It is think, when it's a 12 year old and her dad is searching for her. I don't know. Like it's weird to me for some reason. I like mean, it, she's literally being guided by an angel of God. I, I yeah. mean, she's in good hands. Okay, but like... But he doesn't know that. That's the issue. So does he no, chase that, her all the okay. way to the airport? Does he just realize she's missing later? I, I These sound unimportant when I'm saying them out loud, but I'm really having trouble visualizing this. No, no, no. So so here's here's the thing, then. Let's think about this, right? If we're talking about like it being similar to a Studio Ghibli movie, one of the things that's so good about those Studio Ghibli movies is that really the whole story is about character development and growth yeah. in one way or another, and then everything else kind of fits around and emphasizes that so so if we're talking about this relationship between the girl and her dad then then if we can understand what that is if we can work that out a lot of this whole he's chasing her or maybe he's with her or whatever that'll start to make more sense if we understand what the relationship is what the development that everything else is geared toward that's fair and then like how does she grow from this journey right how does she grow how does he grow how do they grow this is how they grow what? I got it. Okay. This is how it starts. She's she doesn't have a father in her life, right? She has she has no father, but she wants she was like, "Ah, oh, I wish I had a dad, but like my dad doesn't love me. He's gone." She gets a letter in the mail telling her, "I need you to meet me here. I've got the ark effectively." Like that's not what it says, but it's like, "I'm in this location, like it's me, your dad. Like come get me." And then the angel comes and is like, "I'm here to guide you. Like this is your journey, but I'm here to guide you." So we don't see the dad, but she's going to her dad. Wait, 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 he's... Oh, so he's it's like her dad the is basically the Nick Cage yeah. finding the Ark, trying to get his daughter... Like, the dad is now... Okay. Maybe the, the, the so dad is like... So does this character have, like, a pre-existing connection with the Ark? I'm saying yes, and I'm saying that's how she even gets on this adventure at all. So so she... the There's there's two starts to this kind of adventure, right? All these adventures have, have a... Have, like, a key, and then, like, a, uh, a map, right? Yeah. I think the map the is what the is dad the sends, and then the key is the doll, is okay. the angel. So here here was what in my mind is going on. This doll comes to her to go find the Ark because the CIA is after the Ark, and God has decided, you know, I want this girl to get the Ark on this adventure that's going to benefit her, and the, the government's going to misuse the Ark. They're going to use it to melt, you know, other countries' faces off or whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, okay, so, like, her dad... What... what what is the, the their relationship to the Ark that he would 
via the Ark? Did he go missing trying to find the Ark of the Covenant? I mean, it could be, yeah. He just simply is an adventurer. Like, he's the Indiana Jones-type character that was super aloof and would go on his globetrotting adventures, didn't have time for his daughter, and went on this one last adventure years ago and left. Well, you know what you can do? There, There might be... Correct me if I'm sort of misunderstanding what you're getting at here, but you could have an interest. Maybe, maybe it wouldn't fit as well as I think it would, but you could have a um, sort of like an interesting establishing shot, sort of like a prologue bit, but it's a movie, so it's not really a prologue or whatever. Where he's like sitting at a bar talking to his friend, and like, "Damn, I want my daughter," or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, he says then, exactly so then it under- that. So then you understand, like, oh, so he sent this letter because he like he missed his daughter, wants her to come, come to him, right? And maybe he thinks that she's still with her mom or whatever, so her mom and her daughter are going to bring her out or something. But instead, she just comes by herself. And he's like, wait, you you came here by yourself? He's like, no, I have an angel to help me. And he's like, what? Okay. I like this. I like this. So maybe she's in, like, he left her with her mom, and this thing happened to her mom. So she's in, like, a Harry Potter situation. And he just had no idea. Where she's living with, like, foster parents who aren't great, right? And so she gets this letter that tells her he's alive he's wherever right and they should come to see him he can't leave right now but they should come to see him this angel she's like how am i going to do this this angel kind of appears now almost in like a cinderella fashion where she's like you can't yeah. go to the ball and i'm going to help you right so this angel inhabits her right because the foster parents are being her. jerks and they're like we're not going to pay to get we're not going to pay to fly you to the middle east what are you talking about yeah summon and also part of the reason the angel appears is she's like also your dad was trying to find the Ark of the Covenant. I need that. It's a family heirloom and the government's after <laughs> it. So your dad's in danger. The Ark's in danger. We need to do this together, right? You're you're on a mission from God, Blues Brothers style. Yeah, we're on a mission from God. I got I got a really good segue here also. Yes, That's okay. I describe it. So I think the dad was hired by the CIA to find the Ark. And then when he found it, he went into hiding deep into some oh, to protect Middle it. Eastern wood to protect it. And he's the, and the CIA is like, we can't find our man. And the only lead the CIA has is there's a letter that they found that, 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 that you know, they scanned the mail or whatever, even back then. And they're, they're, they, they, <laughs> they know this letter is going to, uh, this girl. And they like this, it, we think this is from him. This matches his handwriting, uh, from the, from the dad, or I guess they wouldn't call him the dad. They call him his associate or whatever. <laughs> they, we call him oh, daddy. Ooh, ooh, even better. No, even better. The foster parents turn the letter into the fbi or whatever because they know the dad's missing and they think he's a fugitive i i was getting there and i was getting there i was gonna say she gets the letter reads it leaves the letter there and then uh when maybe the cia comes knocking on the door the 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 foster parents are like oh you're like you're like 30 minutes too late but here's the letter it's like and they they just rat her out there i kind of like that okay okay this this story really was not clicking for me at all and suddenly it's it's kind of clicking for me like i couldn't even care about character development or anything yet because i just could not grasp the story right and now it's now it's working now it's vibing right and now the story kind of is the character development but we're still a little bit foggy on what that actually is yes so part of it's like a reconnecting with your past and your family what would be a good toy for this doll or for this doll to be or this i guess toy doll whatever i'm literally imagining a beanie baby like one of the Mm. larger beanie babies maybe even like a small one. It doesn't have to okay. be a big one. You know. how, how old are Beanie Babies? When did Beanie Babies start? Weren't they like 60s? I do think it needs to be something that is like 
arti- that can articulate, you know? No, Beanie, Beanie Babies didn't exist till 86. Oh, oh really? Oh, Never mind. Shoot. Oh, 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 oh. Actually, no, they didn't exist till 93. The company didn't exist till 86. Wait, so, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking this is a doll from closer to when she was born. And she's now 12. So it's a doll from the 60s is what I'm imagining. Uh, I'm looking up a bunch of them. The first one that came up was... So Barbie was the first one. And then something called Chatty Cathy, which is... Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Toy Story this 4. Is, guys, Chatty Cathy is like the perfect creepy doll. It's like yeah, the actually, creepiest yeah, doll great. I've ever seen in my life. It's like quintessential creepy doll. The actual correct... The correct answer. And you guys are fools. Absolute fools for not seeing this sooner. But if you look on this parade.com site, popular toys from the 1970s, uh, it doesn't say what number it is, but it should be the Pet Rock. The Pet Rock? The Pet Rock fad peaked in the middle of 1975. Uh, This now product consisted of a rock in a cardboard carrying case accompanied by the manual care and training of your Pet Rock. Okay, so that's funny, but I really like the, like, we're we're reversing the normal demon doll <laughs> dynamics. So I'm a gonna pet vote. Rock. I'm gonna vote Chatty Kathy. Okay, we'll do Chatty Kathy. Yeah, that gets us back sort of to the horror movie element a little bit, just because that thing is actually terrifying. Okay, Chatty Kathy it is. So we've got so we got the doll. Okay, she got a doll. Uh, and Jennifer, what does her development look like? So she has got she's estranged from her father. I, I think she's kind of disheartened with. Um, Here's a question, guys. I didn't even think about this. Is this a is this like a religious movie? Eh. I think it should be religious in the way that Indiana Jones is religious. Yeah, so I don't know that it should be like overtly religious. religious. So like not actually like there's there's sort of like an, an an undertone maybe, but it's not like a main element. Yeah, like this this angel is effectively naughty from Legend of Zelda, like you've said, more than yeah. like you know a proper like spiritual guide type yeah thing. but also like the, the the point of it is to guide right and it is guiding her and helping yeah, her like that's and change and, and talk and, right. and, and actively talking to her as like a a helper uh i think i think what should be the changes and it's not gonna be over i think there'll be themes it's not overtly like oh god is good it is it is more like it is gonna be themes of having faith and and trusting in people and then also uh not even trusting people but like having faith and 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 learning to do the right thing and persevering to do uh, what is right. You know, those things. Well, and she, I mean, and this could tie into maybe she's having doubts about whether it's actually her dad, what her dad actually wants. Is he actually trying to reconnect? Is there something else here? Yeah. Right? And we, that can That's really good. tie into it. And, and that can, yeah, there's something there. Who, who are the people that she meets along the way? Because part of the things that makes a Studio Ghibli movie so great, uh, and that's such a great reference for us to pull from, is the ensemble cast. You know, you always have these colorful mm-hmm. characters that, that build up the, the people around them. My first thought is, whoever the pilot is to get her across the Atlantic is easily got to be someone that she teams up with. Oh, like, is she not just, like, on a commercial airline? I mean, it could be, but, like, if we're going, like, real that, fun and wayward adventure... That's more interesting, you're right. Or, ooh, ooh, I mean, like, once it lands, it could be like, hey, kid, you're by yourself. You want to see the cockpit? Because they do that every once in a while. Like, kids always want to see the cockpit. And then they do, and then she talks to the guy, and then he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm more interested in it being, I, I could picture some old grandma, like this is very Ghibli, but like some grandma <laughs> adventurer who has her old plane. She's like, I used to take this out and I used to race Amelia Earhart and see who could fly the fastest <laughs> in this old baby, old, old, 
Old Speedy Bessie, we call her. Speedy Bessie. That's and then fun. the plane just goes. <laughs> she gives her like a little pinch on the cheek and some cookies before she goes off. No, she's the pilot. No, I know. Oh, the way you said that made it sound like she gives her cookies and then like waves her away. Well, as, no, as no. she's leaving the no, plane, like, like after, they've afterwards, yeah. That, that was my thought. Could we the grandma make style. this? Could we make the? Okay, who would this grandma be? So if she's from Amelia Earhart's time, that's like what the thirties. I'm just gonna give her a popular thirties name. Uh, Betsy. Oh, let's call her Joan. Because I'm thinking like Joan oh, of Arc. Ozark. Ozark. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke with her last name being like Ovark or something. Joan Ozark. <laughs> Joan Ovark, and she's going after the Ark. Hill. Okay, I, I also think the actual, I'm imagining probably like two CIA agents, right? And there, maybe there's like a good cop and a bad cop. I can imagine them being kind of like a fun group. One of them's not very bright. One of them gets frustrated with the other one. That classic little duo. I think that would be the two CIA agents who end up helping them in the end and like teaming up. So you've got oh, like... so you think the CIA agents become good? I think two of them do. If, I, I could see, I could see still overall you need the, like the director of the CIA is this dark brooding villain of the piece uh who was after the ark and, and wants it for for the good of america to, to to smite the the you know the ussr but then you have two other maybe like those bumbling guys we're talking about from the beginning that as they go on their adventure they're like are we the baddies and then they're like maybe we're in the wrong and we need to help this little girl because why are we fighting a literal 12 year old the most that's, unrealistic that's element point. of that is the cia recognizing they're the bad guys <laughs> that's why they they can't hang yeah. <laughs> okay, so her her dad is now basically a guardian of the Ark. So okay, yeah. So sure. she, her her goal is to go find it, obviously with the doll. So they get there after evading CIA agents. Then what? Do they do they then try to move the Ark? Is she supposed to just stay there with her dad and guard the Ark? Do they have to properly defeat the CIA? I real real, real quick real quick. I I feel like that's a step too far again because those adventures. You, you have to first get on the plane, right? Then okay. you have to get to your destination. But then that's the, only the first step. Where does the angel take them next? Yeah, okay, that's fair. Well, maybe her dad was able to track it down, but he hasn't actually got there, so they still have some puzzles to solve. I, I want to fill in these fun characters and everything. I just need to know, like, kind of the full, I feel like, arc of the movie will help me fill in those other things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I guess for my money, I can see it. Uh, the dad is there, and we only see the dad until we get to the arc. Uh, the dad is there. He's he's left clues, right? And um, the angel is there to help solve the problems and, and give guidance and counsel. Uh, and then you have Joan of Arc and then Jennifer all going after this together. They land, and like the next clue is okay. So so somewhere. the pilot joins her is what you're saying. I think I, if this is some old adventure type who literally if she's like I used to race a melee air. This is like her last hurrah. She's like I could still hang. Let's do it. I can okay. still hang. I'm, I'm down with that. I, I think the idea is, right, Jennifer probably feels pretty disconnected from people, I think, under her circumstances, her, like, Harry yeah. Potter, Dursley circumstances. So having sure. her establish more relationships than just with her dad is a good thing. That that works. Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, for her, you have, like, Jennifer is in some ways more adult than her surroundings. So the adults are more... Uh, goofy. So Joan is kind of like this goofy grandma. Like the CIA agents are kind of these these wacky characters. Uh, and it's only and, and Jennifer just seems to be more just taking everything seriously and, and she's way more pragmatic. And then you also have this angel who's who's trying to, you know, give her advice and give her guidance. Um, but I think Joan could offer some fun 
Um, like, like, why does Joan do what she does at the, her age? Uh, maybe, maybe for her, it's like, I just, she trusts in others. Like I trust in my mechanic. I trust in, and trust in myself. I trust in my skills. And Jennifer is like, I, I just, I can't trust in anybody. You know, I, I've been burned too many times like by my dad, by my foster parents. Like where's trust ever gotten me? And Jennifer's like, and Joan's like, ah, oh, you'll know when you're older. Well, and that whole tension can be amplified by the fact that she doesn't meet up with her dad. She gets to the place and then her dad has left her a clue to come go somewhere else to find him. But he's like always moving trying to get closer to this arc and she has to kind of follow behind him rather than just be like dad just wait so then we can do it together oh that's good i love that actually because he's also racing against the cia to get to the arc. no he's already there i think he's already there well but but if he's just left clues for her to, then he's just created and then he's just intentionally created a scavenger hunt instead of just telling her to come to him i feel like he's got to be on the road to find or like he's he's figured out where it is but he's still got to go to a couple more places to like put all the pieces together and actually find the arc itself. Let, let, let me let me just like hash this part out real fast for why I, why I think he should be already at the arc and, and we're following his clues. I think it's most effective to get this message of like her trying to have like like learning to have faith in people and learn to have faith in general. Um, if she doesn't see the thing that she has to have faith in, right? It kind of the whole point. Like think think Polar I, I Express, agree. right? The, you, you can't see him and it has to be at the end of the adventure now part of why these these cryptic clues is either to throw off the cia or it's also to no, i would but, say but, but reinforce the i well it's to reinforce the idea that like it's this is a difficult adventure and it's not just going to be okay here's go to point b also that's not fun to watch okay no i agree like like, like i'm not disagreeing with you the the thing i'm sort yeah. of Here's the issue. If he sends her a letter that says, hey, daughter, come see me, and then he doesn't move, then there's no clues to find him again. The only way this works is that he intentionally told her to go somewhere he's not to find a clue to send her somewhere else to send her to him, which is just a dick move. Or he sent the letter and then had oh, to move, so he left a, he left something for her to come find him. So she's following behind him as he's going on his, like, the last two or three steps or whatever to find the Ark. I see. Okay. Well, okay. Well, if that's Like, the... he's already done most of the lead work. He's just at the very end. But he can't stay in one if place. If that's the holdup, then maybe it's not so much the clues. Because I, I can see what you're saying. Maybe it's less about finding clues that he's left. It's, we have to get to, all like, we know where we're going. But the difficulty is just getting there, and the adventure is getting there, kind of thing. Is that is that more interesting than like it is like he left clues? Um, it I creates. I, I kind of like the clues angle. I do. Too. Oh, there's there's a way there's a way to do. Well, there's not really a way to do both. Not I really. like I like the clues angle because I just thoroughly enjoy that, and it makes it sort of like a Tintin type adventure, which is just a lot of fun, right? Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's other, kind the of the other... tone where we've established. Yeah, or or it's like um, having a specific place that she has to get to and just has to figure out how to get there is sort of nice because it gives you a, a, a promise. We're going to get to that point to see the dad, right? The issue is, why don't you just go straight there? And maybe it's like it's a secluded spot and it's hard to get to, but the clues make way more sense. Anything else just feels like convoluted and contrived. Yeah. I think it's gotta be clues. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, so he's got, he's on the last step of the journey, right. To find the arc. He's so close. He's there. He's, he's got it. 
the CIA is after him and he has to keep moving, but he wants his daughter. He's like, all right, I have to leave. I have to leave something for her to tell her where I'm going. But, oh, shit, the CIA is after me now, so I can't just tell her where I'm going. Um, yeah. I hope she's smart. And she is smart, and she has an angel to help. Okay. I mean, reinforcing, like, the idea of having faith in people, and that's kind of, like, the theme of the movie, he's having faith in his daughter, right? He's making a huge leap to say, okay, she can do this. Yeah. Uh, and is that yeah. is that too far? Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, I feel like that just still... fits with the theme so well that it works. He has no, no, confidence it in is, her, yeah. He has confidence in her. It's unfounded, though. And I think it's, like, that maybe, that's showing that he's reckless. But it is also... Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going after uh, the Ark of the Covenant, yeah, that fits. Yeah. And also, he just has assumed her mother is, like, alive and well, right? And so... Yeah, it's like, from his perspective, he thinks his daughter... She's been raised in ideal circumstances. He doesn't realize it's just her. With that in mind... And then there's, like, a gag where it's like, he's like, my wife, ugh. And he sees the grandma, he sees Joan, he's like, ugh. <laughs> Whoa, what happened to you? He's like, yeah, he's like this hey, is a pilot I found. Sorry, <laughs> And these two rogue CIA agents are like, hey. Oh, well, that does bring up a good point, though, Fletch, is that why then is, what is, what is, so the angel's there to help her grow on this adventure. But mm-hmm. why does the dad reach out at all? What does she have that he needs from her? Because really, he has no reason to ask her unless she has something of value. Well, okay, him. that seems pretty, my, I don't know. My, like, I, my imagining I don't think is this guy's that bad of a guy. No, my imagining is it's just that he's like, hey, I'm close. I miss my family. I want them to come after me so they can they can be with me when I find the Ark. I feel like that's... That's sort of what I imagine. So he's been gone for years. Weak. Yeah, it's a little... I, a little I like weak, this idea. But... It's it's weak. Also, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, as far as the story goes, this guy has abandoned his, his, uh, his, his daughter and his wife. His wife yeah. died. He doesn't even know about it. He contacts them. He needs something from them. He needs something from them to get what he wants. Now, her adventure, she thinks it's, okay, I need to learn to trust my dad. That's not the case. It, it's a, the the journey that she's going on is uh, for herself. It's for her to be able to grow. It's for, it, it's a coming of age story. Uh, this yeah. person I know who's not going to like that. But it is, uh, it, it's this transitional period in her life where she's leaving her childhood and moving into adulthood. And she's holding on to, these resentments, these angers, these she's fears about her dad. Becoming an adult? I think she's still 12. That That's how these movies go. You, you get this done <laughs> yeah, early. I know. I'm but I think, so, I think the idea is maybe maybe Joan is selling her on this idea that like her dad just loves her and all that stuff. But the reality is the dad's trying to use her. And the dad is kind of a scumbag. Uh, well, this could be... I don't want to make him a scumbag. I feel like it could be I kinda two do. things at once. I, I kind of do. Sc- that feels like... As a dramatic turn, that feels very compelling but it does also feel kind of outside of the tone we've set. And maybe that's a good thing. But like, I, okay, in your mind, at what point are we meeting the dad? Is this like end of the movie, last last quarter, right? Or are you thinking we get there halfway and there's like a whole half of the movie left? No, I'm thinking this is pretty much near the end. I, okay, I, I, think... Well, I, I think I think there needs to be time to turn that kind of thing around because I think with the the ideals we've set up for this movie, the kind of tone we've set, the idea that that is the conclusion is that the dad's a scumbag and she needs to find worth outside of that. I don't know. I don't. Like I don't it know about that. Completely undermines all the development. And and like 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 all the. What do you mean? You know, it literally does. If the whole point up to this point is her learning to trust and trust her dad, and then it turns out he's a scumbag. That completely undermines all of her development, if that's what it is. 
Well, then I don't think it should be that because I I think I can't. Well, I can't wrap. I can't see the dad being truly a positive force for this adventure to actually happen. He doesn't have to. Right? He, it can be. We can do th- th- two things. Can be true at once. He can miss his family and want them, and still and also need something that she has. It can be both inherently. But in, inherently, I think that's still a selfish thing, right? That yeah, it's still both of those things, but it's still both are selfish. Yeah, and he can still not be a scumbag about it. Like, I don't know. I I, I don't see him. I could see him his approach being like gentle and kind, but then in actuality, when she looks at what he's doing, she's like, okay, this is actually like bad. Well, it can be that it can be kind of bad that he reached out initially because he needed something, but it can also still be, hey, I miss my family. I want to see him again. And now I have a good excuse. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand why these have to be. I don't, I, him being a scumbag and just using them feels like such a sour turn that just kind of ruins the development and the themes and all that. That's that's the bit that I can't get past. I, I know why. I know why I guys feel that way. the 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 reason I feel differently is because her development for the whole movie isn't. It, he's not even really a part of this movie until the very end. And so to subvert what we expect from the dad by the end, I think is far more compelling for our, our characters for how they're going to react with this character now because you're expecting something. And then what you get is uh, this guy who is, you know, he seems nice, but really he's on this adventure and he's doing this because he wants to have his cake and eat it too. He wants his family to see his greatest achievement, but he also needs his daughter there to give him like a, some MacGuffin piece or whatever, right? I have a middle ground to propose. So he has asked them there, not not to use them, but because his wife had some sort of a skill that is useful for one of the last bits. Like, I, I, I'm trying to think of what that is that he wouldn't have an easier out for, right? Like, maybe there's a translation puzzle and she's good at translations, but of course, like, he could get a trans... Anyway, point being, there's a skill the mom had that he needs. So he asked them to come... Um, but he also does genuinely want to see his family. He wants to reunite them. And so there's kind of a bittersweet moment where it's like, my daughter's here, but actually I needed my wife's skills and I didn't even know she was dead. And like, I don't think we frame it as he just wanted to use them, but he did ask them to come because he needed her. And he doesn't even realize that that's kind of selfish, right? Like he just thought of it as this glorious, oh, everything I did finally is going to be worth it. I'm going to get my family out here. She's going to, my wife's going to help me do this thing. It's going to be great. And it's like, he sees his daughter again, but his wife's gone. And so now he's just kind of stuck. I like that better. Cause we can still keep an element of him being a like minor scumbag in that he hasn't maintained contact with his family at all, which you can kind of explain away almost like that's that's i'm on a dangerous adventure and i don't want to involve my family but also it's a little bit like dude you left your family to go look for the ark of the covenant it's kind of a jerk move but it's not hey i don't care about you at all yeah he just had some blinders on for like kind of how selfish he is i I think i'm i'm okay with that because then then he can learn to overcome that and sort of see what he was doing and it still fits in the theme and it doesn't undermine her going the whole time learning to trust her dad. And then turns out her dad doesn't care. And oh, wow, that turns out I shouldn't have trusted him. I don't know. I, I, I'm fine with it. I, I really, I feel like it's giving him a lot of credit for really being the source of the problem for the entire movie. Uh, like he's, he's not been like a force for good, really. 
the things that's changed uh, Jennifer has been her relationship with Joan, the angel, maybe like other people along the way. Like it's not so much like her, it starts with, okay, I need to learn to trust my dad, but it ends with the reality is, is like, I have grown as a person. I've grown to know uh, that I can trust other people and rely on them. Um, where with the dad, the reversal of that is the dad hasn't learned to trust and rely on other people. He was still trying to use somebody to get what he wants, you know? Yeah, but um, again, it can be, it can be. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I think it's, I think it's legitimate for Jen- Jennifer to call him out I, on that, right? Because he, he did kind of abandon the family and stuff. I just, my visualization of this character, I don't think he was very, like, intentionally trying to use them. But she feels used, or obviously, right? Like, he's there. Right. Like, Intentional or not, like, the usage is died. still there. You weren't even right? there. You didn't know. Yeah, so I think Jennifer should totally call him out, and that should be a thing. But I also think his intentions, at least from his perspective, are good ones, right? That doesn't make him a good person. But I also think it's a very different movie if it turns out, oh, he just wanted her to squeeze into a small hole a child. No, no, no. I liked it, though, that when you said that he wanted the mom, and the mom is dead. And yeah. so he gets the yeah. daughter, and so oh, then yeah. we get and then this they have great to work scene it out where, well, we get the no, we get this great scene where he's actually upset. He's not just sad that his wife is dead, but he's disappointed because he's like, I needed my wife, like I needed her, and yeah, I got you. Can you. Have, yeah, yeah, you can have this great, and that's like a breaking right, point. You can for have Jennifer a great there. moment where he's really sad that she's dead, and he's like expressing that sorrow, and then he sort of turns around, and he's like, well, shit, now what am I going to do about the arc? He's like, who cares about the arc? That's stupid. No way. No, yeah. he's not. What? I can't do that. No, he's not just going to turn around and say that's it's stupid, dumb of the arc. No, he's no, 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 no. She, she, no, 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 Peter, not him. You misunderstand said, that. He wasn't the one saying. And then she oh, says, oh, oh, "Dude, oh, what yeah, the he, hell?" In Fletcher's version, he's like, "Well, what am I going to do now?" And she, she's like, like gives, well, what, "It doesn't what, matter. The arc doesn't matter. We're together again." Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I misunderstood. Okay, yeah. I have yeah, a pitch okay. that kind of changes <laughs> the direction of the movie a bit. By the way, but I, I this pitch works really well in my brain. But I want to see where you guys want to take it. What if? It's not quite an angel. It's some kind of spirit, and we don't understand it. And it turns out to be the ghost of the mom. Ooh, that's a that's an interesting turn. That's been guiding her this whole time. Or or maybe it's sort of like an Inception where there's a uh, maybe we don't really know what it was, but hey, maybe it was. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, roll okay, with you on that, Jacob, because actually I was actually gonna just say like he gets frustrated, he can't translate it. Uh, Jennifer is like, what's the point? Right? Like, the CIA's at our tails, like, let's just call it off. Like, they can't get in, we can't get in. But then, because of this, like, angel spirit, right, in, in the uh, in the doll, she gains the ability to translate it. She's like, suddenly she can see it. And maybe that's set up before where, while they're, if they're doing different clues along the way, uh, there's, like, translation keys that she would need to be able to solve. And maybe she just can read it normally. And then you get subtle hints at the back where Joan's like, you can read that? And then Jennifer's like, yeah, it's just in English. And for us, we just see it in English. But really, it's the spirit of, I guess, the mom, or I guess this angel in this way, that is giving her the ability to translate it. Mm. Interesting. Because you can see that okay. going either way. Like maybe it. it's the mom, or maybe it's just like the gift of tongues or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So she has the ability to translate. She's given this ability to translate it. And so she doesn't use it for the dad. Like the- she, does- she still does it. And the dad is like, uh, like you did it, you're amazing. But reality, he's just happy that he can get in. I don't you like know? that you're just making him a scumbag. No, he's learn. He's gonna learn. Okay. Also, what I'm what I'm posing here is this is just before like the final act where the CIA also busts in and tries to take the take the arc. Yeah. He's, 
Yeah, and he's, he's about, about to, to like kill them. He's gonna learn, but he we need to let him stew in his jackassery for a little bit. Like he can't just change right away. That's not compelling. He needs to have time to grow. And so and so for what I'm saying is he doesn't grow right away, but he sure and it's accelerated because it's kind of at the end of the movie. I mean, what? This is not the last two minutes. I'm talking like okay. we still have another so, like twenty. Right, right, right. But I mean, like it's not like a full movie. Yeah, yeah. I kind of agree with both of you, right? Because instant change, not great. Like, it should take sure. a minute, right? Like, he shouldn't just immediately pivot. But on the other hand, I see this as a guy who just genuinely has kind of been blinded by his ambition of getting the arc and has just not been thinking about how this is affecting people But that's inherently bad. So why, I think the moment... Why are we no, giving that inherently bad, but it's but not what irredeemable. What I'm saying is, if you are that kind of person, right, when you're presented with the damage it's done... That immediately, you shouldn't immediately change, but it immediately goes, oh, wait, I've had a negative effect, right? Like, and I, that kind of person, I think, would immediately start kind of like trying to think about what he's done, right? This is not a person who doesn't care about his wife and daughter. This is a person who has had blinders up, has been so focused. And so I think the moment that's presented to him, he's not going to react to that like, well, you're, you're wrong, right? I, actually, I don't care about you, the arc. Ooh. That's fine. Yeah, you know? that's good. Okay, so they they do the thing, they get into the arc chamber, and then CIA busts in, right? We got this old woman, this doll, this young girl, some rogue CIA agents who decided maybe we're the bad guys for shooting at a girl, and the dad. And they're all in the chamber with the arc, but now, you know, guns are pointed at them, things are dramatic. They've been tracked, they've been followed, they've been got. And then the angel opens the arc and tells them to close their eyes. I guess how yeah how would this end? Uh, I mean, they're in the would it, would it end kind of like the CIA ties them up and then they put the arc like on a like they 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 start taking the arc away. Also, where's the cabin? This is the CIA. They aren't tying anybody the, up. They're shooting them. Yeah, they're right. down. They're dead. They're Kennedying these okay, people. Okay, I mean, <laughs> to to make a callback, <laughs> the Kennedy callback as we call it. Oof, oof. How do we get out of this then? Also, where's the cabin in the woods? <laughs> I just forgot about it. <laughs> I imagine it started in the. Oh shoot! We, yeah. Okay. So there's. Um, I I guess this. Is, I guess getting. The movie starts in a cabin in the woods. She lives with her bad foster parents in a cabin. I, I mean, in the I woods. was gonna. No, I was yeah. gonna say like, there is a wood that, you know, like we're we're saying there's in some cavern, right? Uh, I guess the entrance to that could yeah. be a cabin in the woods somewhere, right? And they enter that, and then they go down yeah, like a line. An old chapel yeah, exactly. in the woods. A wooden right, well, chapel. Well, that solves that problem. We can move on. <laughs> I say chapel. I guess the ark would be, it'd be like a temple. It'd be a it's small just temple. a cabin. It's just like, it's a wooden structure. It's yeah. like a dilapidated okay, old cool. thing. They built it over, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Or it's like where the last clue was in his head. Yeah. So, okay, so maybe the angel or the, or the spirit can like, you know, their, their hands are up, the government's coming, and then the spirit has, like, a telepathic conversation with the girl. They're in a white void, Jennifer's floating. The, the, the spirit, no longer a doll, is laid out in front of her. It looks vaguely like her mom. We're never, n- nothing's ever, like, explained to us, but the implication is that maybe it's a mom. And she's it's like, sort of a shadowy figure with the same silhouette as the mom that you saw in the flashback type of thing. Yeah, and she's like... Uh, Jennifer, I can use my energy to save you guys. I can, like, like she can, like, explode her, the doll and spend spiritual energy that will, like, knock out the CIA agents. But I won't see you again like this. And then Jennifer's like, no, I need you, spirit in the doll. <laughs> and then the spirit's like, no, you don't, Jennifer. You're, you're capable. 
you can do this. You know, something better than that, right? Like, obviously, somebody with more time than, <laughs> than an hour podcast to write good dialogue. Um, but they get a little goodbye in this, like, spirit realm. And then the doll explodes and spiritual energy goes everywhere. And the CIA agents collapse to the floor. And Jennifer starts kind of, like, sobbing a bit because the doll is just a doll now. And she's been guided this whole time. But then, you know, her dad and her friends kind of help her escape with the Ark. I... I don't know. How do you I feel like about that? I like that Peter? a lot with sort of one caveat, which isn't this. It's, okay. It sort of makes me wonder what's up with the arc or, or, or what's going on with that. Because if it's just kind of there at the end, I, I you know, actually, I never mind. This is a pointless objection. The more I think about it, the less I care. Yeah. Uh, my my worry, if we start using the arc to do something, it's just Indiana just straight Jones, up which is, yeah, which is not what Jones, I want to do, which we like, kind of are. Right. But like, I'd rather treat the Ark as this important artifact, and it's unclear if it has right. any special and, and, power, but and it is the, po- and like the Ark. The Indiana Jones, the point of the story was the Ark in a lot of ways. And in this, it's kind of like just a catalyst for getting the story started, but the story's not really about it. So it's okay if it doesn't actually do anything. I'm, I'm all right with that. Never mind. All right. Peter, thoughts? I don't know if we really got this one, guys. I, I feel like it's it's almost there. Like, it feels so close. I just don't think we have it. You know? It's really close. But... Uh, What's bugging Yeah, I, w- I will say that, like, early on, I was feeling like this feels like it should be easier, but something is just keeping me from properly, like... Yeah. So, like, I'm not entirely happy with the, the way this has developed. Like, I like where we're at, but I also feel like this may have been a frustrating podcast. I'm not sure. I, 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 it's tough because, like, there are core elements to this, like, character-wise that we, we were so close. I Maybe if we spent more time talking about their journey or – because I feel like we, we talked so loosely about it, but we don't actually know what their adventure well, – fully. Well, I mean, yeah, they get on the plane, but then – what happened yeah. after that? What we cut to next is the end conflict. I would have loved to have fleshed that out more. My, my thought was we could go back and flesh that out, but it's hard for me. It's hard for me to fill out middle beats until I kind of know where the story's going, right? And so like, and it took us so long to get there. Like I, I don't know that I can fill in, you know, the middle bits when I don't even understand why the dad's here, what their relationship sure, is. Sure, right? but I think like, we we got there why. later on. It, it might have benefited us to. I don't know, uh, like like the the adventure up to that point, and then talk about why we're there, right? Because like we can lay out like some clues or and figure out what that means, then maybe flesh that out further later. But like, we didn't have the adventure laid out. This whole movie is an adventure movie, is what we kind of created. Also, like the angels kind of nebulous. Sure, but like, what does that even mean? Like we, we kind of touched on it. I'm okay with that being nebulous because because then we can end it on a, is it an angel? As she's sort of been calling it, is it the mom? Is it something else? I mean, I had fun yeah. with most of this. I just think we just didn't stick the landing. But, like, yeah, we went somewhere, we lose some. All right. So we run with the, the the ghost spirit bombs the CIA, and they escape with the Ark. To do what <laughs> with it? What did they do with the Ark? We should at least figure that nah, out. Nah, I, I, I like the – my thought is the ghost spirit bomb knocks out the CIA, and they escape, but they don't escape well, with the Ark. Okay, but then the, the CIA arc. is going to take the Ark. And that kind well, of becomes like, like a, the whole thing blows up. Right, and and is the whole yeah, thing blowing well, maybe... up? Maybe no one gets it. The bad guys lose. I feel like you just okay. well, maybe yeah. I mean, maybe maybe the cavern blows up and the thing gets buried, and there's an assumption that you know they're never going to be able to dig it out. They're never going to get it again. It's just it's gone now. 
they had to destroy it to save it type of a thing. So it's not destroyed, it's just buried. Or maybe destroyed. Who knows? Does that mean all the CIA agents Yeah, they're like just die? the bad guys. They're like the faceless they get, like, bad buried guys alive? Are, are gonna have to die. Uh, maybe. Or maybe, like, they escape too, but, like, you know, uh, who knows? It sounds like they, they die. die. It they, sounds like they get buried yeah, alive. Maybe. They're the bad guys. Yeah, sure. Maybe they just okay. die. And so then, maybe they just die. So they depart from their friends, and then the the Jennifer and her father go home to like start a life together, basically. To like fully reconnect and actually get back involved in his daughter's life. Yeah, and, and Jennifer's so, learned her value, and her dad has learned his errors. That could be a really satisfying. Yeah, like I don't hate this, but I I do feel like the energy has been stacked out of the the room here a bit. It definitely has. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> So now what? Do we want to do a part two on this? Definitely not. I'm done. <laughs> okay. No, no, I don't think there's enough for a full part two. We run into the field. Yeah, no, we're just going to talk about the same stuff. It's not worth it. Yeah. I don't know if we ever mentioned that to the audience, yeah. but if you recall Field of Schemes, we did record a second part for that episode. We recorded a second episode, and then listening back, we realized we just debated the same stuff for another hour, and so then we cut a mention <laughs> of a second episode at the end of the first episode before we uploaded it, and then we just cut the entire second episode like oh, that yeah. episode just never went up it was never up yeah no it didn't happen i think there's a discussion question in those episodes i meant to at some point edit into like a clip to put somewhere but we don't really have a oh, good yeah. way of doing that anyway okay <laughs> do y'all want me to try the recap okay let me or give you a minute timer for the recap okay hold on you have one minute to tell us this movie, starting now. Okay, Jennifer is a young 12-year-old girl. Her father disappeared a few years back to go search for the Ark of the Covenant. Her mom died. She now lives with a foster family that is not so great. Uh, there are lots of great foster families. This is just not one of them. Um, and then her, she gets a letter from her dad telling her where she is, and he wants her and her mom, who he doesn't know is dead, to come out to, to see him. He's close to the Ark. Uh, and she's concerned. She has no clue how she's going to do that. But then her doll gets animated by the ghost of some sort of like a benevolent spirit type thing um, and is going to help her get there and like get plane tickets and do all that. So she goes to wherever this takes place on the earth um, and she gets this pilot to take her, this nice old lady pilot, Joan Ovark. And Joan Ovark comes with her on her journey because she's like, I need to help this 12 year old girl. And they form a nice little bond. Um, but then they realize the CIA is kind of hunting them down. So she follows the clues her dad left behind along Time. with Joan and the doll as they evade the CIA. I'm just going to keep going here for a second. Okay. Um, as they <laughs> evade the CIA, some of the CIA agents, two of them in particular, start to think maybe we're the bad guys because we're shooting a 12-year-old girl. And so they actually switch sides to help Joan and Jennifer. They find the dad. The dad wanted the help of the mom to do something and was kind of going to use them, but also he just didn't really realize what he was doing. And Jennifer gets all mad because he's all like, oh, my wife is dead. That sucks. I can't get the ark. And she's like, the ark isn't important. Um, and it turns out, thanks to the spirit, she can do the thing. So she does the thing. They get to the ark room. Uh, CA hunts them, chases them down, finds them, points guns at them. Spirit sacrifices herself, explodes. Boom. Uh, the our thing caves in but the good characters escape i don't know it was an attempt it was good good going <laughs> okay thanks for listening to this episode of amateur pros y'all yeah thanks for listening guys that was such a uh, we uh, love you jeez uh, uh, big yawn what a way to end I it know. Thing, Peter. <laughs> I, was, I don't know where that came from it was a huge yawn
Well, Woof. I hope. Yeah, I mean, we hope you let you. This is. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Tell us what oh you think. Gosh, I'm fine. You, okay? you really did not like, like this. Like falling asleep with no, the wheel No, this over Jacob, there. come. Okay, look. I, this episode was difficult. We, I think the recap was very good, but it also shows <laughs> the huge holes that are in this episode. Sure. Uh, but, but it doesn't mean that we like, didn't have fun. Doesn't mean that we're not here having a good time. Fun. Yeah, we went more, we went more around in circles, but you know, it's a rough draft. Yeah. No, it's perfect. Well, guys, if you enjoyed, please, you know, give it a share to other people tell people about it word of mouth i don't you know that's always good um five stars give us five stars we need five stars <laughs> we're, we're out of practice we're out of practice so we need five stars so give us five stars okay um <laughs> give, give us, us your stars. stars thanks for listening guys follow us social media <laughs> this is this is good as getting i'm, I'm i can't I, do anything more oh my gosh I, i've been jacob <laughs> i've been I'm, I'm peter still <laughs> And I've been Fletcher. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.